Hi Tuan, we are in our studio in uh, in Wageningen and you came from the Zutphen area. Did you have a good trip? It was a pleasure to drive here together with Marianne. Let's start. Fascinating technology enables TV, video, AR, VR. We talk to experts about developments, innovations and about business. Because let's be honest, without TV the whole world falls silent. Well, except here in our studio. It's TV Tech Talk with Arjan Koster. I'm Arjan Koster. Today we're going to talk about a leading document in our industry, the video delivery landscape or VDL in short. It's the size of one page of paper and it has all the leading names in the video delivery chain and it's published by Divitel. And many companies want to be, of course, on this list. So you can imagine that the makers of it are hot and that we have them here. First, it's uh, Tuan Hang. He is Chief Information Officer at Divitel and it's Marianne Bornemann who helps him with it. He has worked over more than 20 years in the media and entertainment industry. Let's start. Good that you're with us, uh, Tron. Thanks for having us. So what is the VDL uh, for those who don't know? Well, there are uh, multiple purposes, but the VDL stands for Video Delivery Landscape. Mm -hmm. uh, and what we're trying to do is to visualize and picture the ecosystem, as we say, of the technology of companies that deliver technologies in this uh, media and entertainment uh, industry. Okay, so it's a, it's a big overview full of logos. It's a big uh, overview full of logos, exactly, exactly. And how, how did this all start? It's funny though, um, we got triggered by marketing, to be honest, um, because we've been working for 20 years, right, as a system integrator and reselling technologies. Mm -hmm. And by doing that as a company, we learned that it's very crucial to understand which company and, and therefore which technology works well with which other, right? So, because they don't deliver all end-to-end. -end. No. Um, so you have to mix and combine them to make a full functional uh, chain for the video delivery. And so we were keeping this up in our own database, which was really an Excel. Mm -hmm. And then talking with them, we designed the best solution for our customer. And then sometime marketing just told us, why don't you uh, share this knowledge with the whole media uh, industry so that they can also learn from what we've learned without telling the secrets, of course. Uh, because, you know, at some point you need to keep your trade secret. <laughs> but that's what we did. We just uh, pulled that Excel up and just showcased that in, uh, in a full sheet of logos. Yeah, great. Yeah, I've used it uh, in my past uh, as, as well. It was very, very, uh, very useful. Uh, when did you start with uh, all of this? Uh? That's a very good question. I have to think about it a little, but I think it was around 2016, 2017. And when we started, we were so ambitious and also so boosted with it idea. I think we even launched two or three versions in a year, even in the second year. And then we saw the work coming at us every year. And it was, let's do it once a year. <laughs> what are the big changes for this year? Well, to be honest, um, there are a few. The categories as how we divide uh, the landscape didn't change. Mm -hmm. We felt for the first time, I think, in, uh, in four years or five years that uh, we got that right. Uh, of course, logos change. That's why the landscape is relevant. Companies change. They merge. Um, they disappear or new are coming in that, uh, that is mentioning worthy. And, um, but I, I guess one of the biggest changes that uh, we're also looking in how 
we will find a way to award the companies that is excelling in their area. So that's something we're oh. thinking about setting up and and that is something for uh, later this year absolutely we're we're thinking to launch this year i i have now this new uh, video landscape uh, 2022 in my hands absolutely and if i compare it with last year the first thing that i see is test automation there has been a shakeout uh, it looks like it does look like that doesn't it um but it's uh, it's it's rather uh, the same uh, as as before the thing is that we learn more and more in that area, but uh, definitely one of the players uh, stopping their delivery of their products. So that has been a big change in that area. And that was uh, surprisingly, to be honest. Right. It's not one of the smallest company out there, right? And they stepped out. And they stepped out this area, yes. Yeah, which one is it? It was Accenture. Um, they bought the S3 test group uh, with the uh, of the solutions, but supposedly they they stopped their products and services in this area of uh, of the test automation. Uh, I think they had the storm test. Uh, storm test, yeah, product. that's that's the product name, yeah. Okay, and they uh, that disappeared. Yeah, so we also have to uh, drop them from our landscape, of course. Yeah, you can't buy them anymore. No. <laughs> So are there, are there changes in the in the in the video processing or video distribution uh, uh, section? It's to be honest, this is uh, really a lot to remember. Um, there are a few changes. There are some newcomers in the uh, area of metadata uh, that I've learned this year. Um, for instance, Simply TV. Uh, that's a company in the content area. They provide metadata. Uh, it's very interesting how they work differently yep. from the old school boys or the bigger corporate. Uh-huh. Um, definitely interesting to follow. And I guess from the video processing and, um, and distribution, I would say the biggest change we we saw there is that uh, Atem and Anavia, you know, they they merged. Yeah. Well, they they acquired each other, so that's a big change. And and it's great to see also the big success of Broadbeak because they just recently this week announced they're going for uh, IPO. So that's that's a great success. I really uh, applaud that. And did you see also changes in the security domain or in backend control? In the security uh, domain, there are less trends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're uh, more or less following the opportunity that uh, has been captured by uh, uh, the in- industry, providing um, uh, the, the standard solutions out there. I guess as as companies they are moving towards more services you mm-hmm. know uh and, and also moving um to securing uh outside the media industry a lot of uh, IoT applications um for backend i guess uh main focus would be again a lot in the uh, recommendation and content discovery uh, it's not something new but uh, more and more focus is is getting on there um, um, to to help the end user basically decide what to watch at the end. Yeah, and if you go back to security, you you mentioned that they are moving also to other sectors. Yeah, is that because the the big players like Microsoft and Google are pushing them out with uh, basically almost the free uh, DRM services? It is not a differentiator anymore. It's still an enabler for mm-hmm. a lot of uh, businesses. So mm-hmm. for the operator, it's definitely still an enabler to secure their businesses. But yeah, it's definitely no, no longer a differentiator in this area. Yeah. 
of course, uh, new content, uh, a more expensive content like 4K uh, might require more features and functions, but, you know, again, it's more a neighbor than a differentiator. Let's move to the devices uh, corner. Are there changes over there that are uh, important? I, s- I see that you have changed uh, the orientation of the of that corner, but maybe that's not most relevant part. No, no, we I think we changed that last year already. Um, since that we noticed that uh, um, operators uh, are more talking towards either targeting OTT devices or operator tier devices. There are, of course, always a lot of changes, especially in the devices, because in our industry, devices for media uh, and media playback is so fragmented. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very difficult to keep up with. It, the OTT devices is becoming as strong and as important for the companies to be successful as for the operated tier devices that we are used to Yeah. at this point. I think that's the only trend I, I, I would say um, that uh, that we see. And the OTT devices are basically the bring your own... Uh, yeah, you can say box, bring your own application basically even. Yeah, because, you know, some consumers even buy their devices uh, themselves. Uh, but yeah, that that's that's how uh, how things are going, and and which is uh, a strong uh, trend in this area. And then maybe the last section, the fr- the front end. Uh, do you see changes over there? In the front end area, I would say that at least we noticed this new uh, front end application technology announced from Metro Logical. That's nice to see that they have made a framework mm-hmm. where people can. Uh, develop their uh, application very fast. They call it the Lightning application framework. And that also brings new opportunity. Um, It was too new for me to really apply that scenarios and put the new players also in this area. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, we we already foresee that. There's uh, a few companies that are already certified for it. I I guess uh, at least one that we know of. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, of course, that would mean that... uh, uh, to get on this list, we have a few qualification area. One of them is to be able to uh, at least tell one or two reference cases. So we haven't at them yet because the lack of that. But, you know, you understand with s- something new, it's very difficult to have reference use cases very fast. All right. So, so that is one of the criteria that you use? Do That's you one of the criteria, definitely. There's, of course, the, you you should be able to tell me or explain me uh your company, uh, the products you're offering, and then uh, offer them as a standalone and then have at least two reference use cases uh, to showcase and talk about. Because otherwise, you know, we are doing this for mainly our customers. And when they use this, they really first come to us, at least this is what we think, and and ask us the first, I don't know if that is onboarding or qualification questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we don't, uh, able, if we're not able to answer them, then why are we putting them on the list? We ask every guest to think about three key people from past, present and future. Three key people. Whom did you learn the most from? Which colleague inspired you last week? Which person in TV Tech would you like to meet? So whom did you learn the most from uh, in your uh, professional life? Arian, that is a very difficult question. I tend to s- want to say that I've learned most of our customers, especially the ones that is really asking a lot from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, um, by hitting our head to the wall <laughs> in challenges, I guess we learn the most out of it. 
I, I, I names doesn't come up, but company names comes up in my head. So All that's right. that's the thing that I uh, I have. Uh, so can you name maybe one or two? Yeah, a few things definitely. So the first company that really helped me think differently was Xantic. Mm-hmm. Was part of KPN. Long time ago. Very long time ago, and they asked for a delivery of internet via satellite. That was so long time ago. Um, so and I and even tested that. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, I we made the offer. We we won that offer. Uh, we deployed that in uh, in the Netherlands somewhere, the uplink. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that was uh, I think Eddie. That was very good organized. That was very is very professional guy to work with, and he's very challenging. But that's good, you know. Yep. If I feel the pain, I grow myself. Uh, the second company that uh, it pops up in my head was Skyway. Uh, it's a small operator, mm-hmm. but you know they were one of the first in the Netherlands uh, that deployed IPT. So they started out as a cable company grown into a service provider yeah. and wanted to go into IPTV. Let's move uh, move on. Uh, which colleague made you happy last week? It was Mariana, by the way. She's sitting next to me. She doesn't know what she does, but she organizes a heck lot of things. So this FIDEAL, video delivery landscape, would not have existed without her. Uh, yeah, so we managed this. You know the categories based on our blueprint. Basically, there's a design blueprint, mm-hmm. and basically we always look in these categories to design a platform. We are working with this on a daily basis, so we don't think about it a lot. Uh, but every year she triggers us to and facilitates us to to discuss this uh, on a professional level, so that we commit that these logos, these companies, are really worth to look at uh, on the landscape. And I think that uh, people are expecting uh, an update from you uh, year by year. Absolutely. So, Marianne, you <laughs> you were mentioned by uh, by Twan. Uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, um, I'm not sure what to think about it, to be honest. But uh, yeah, he's the brains behind the video delivery landscape. That's how I how I see it. So, together with another colleague of us, not sure if he wants to be called by name, but uh, Mark <laughs> Albers will be love to be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Well, I'm honored that he feels that way about me. <laughs> Which person in the TV tech would you like to meet in the future? Yeah, I've been cracking that one up. I don't know, to be honest. Um, I, I, I rather would say that I'll be more intrigued to talk to the business people. Um, because tech people usually try to solve the business problems, right? Mm-hmm. And I wonder if the business people would be available to talk to me about the real problems behind the scene. And that's, that's I, I guess, my whole journey, trying to find out what the real problem is that we're solving. Very relevant, of course. Absolutely, but I have no actual name on that one. I can mention a few. As uh, inspiration, love to talk to Elon Musk, uh, of course, as, as everybody is. More relevant in our market, love to talk to Tony Werner mm-hmm. from Comcast. I think he would be very uh, uh, inspiring to talk to. Very nice. TV Tech Talk. This is TV, man. Suppose I'm a startup and I want to enter uh, your list. I want to be visible on the VDL. What do I have to do? Uh, It's very simple. Um, There's not really a threshold. First, contact us. Mm -hmm. Talk to us. Be open. I think the rest will come itself, especially if you're already... 
a startup that has customers uh, because that that's one of the important qualification we uh, we use uh, you need to have a reference use case do you have uh, companies that do funny things uh, to be on that on that list what do you mean well do they offer you champagne or uh? <laughs> not really i have a nice story though if you want to know yeah sure so one of the uh, uh company on this list when we started out uh complain because they want don't want to be on the list uh, because you know as you know big companies don't want the misuse and misabuse of their logo right. which is really understandable and today they they are very happy and very uh, um, even proud to be on the list okay. and, and they have been since the beginning of course so that's that's also nice to know that uh, sometimes it you can change people's mind mm-hmm. uh, when you provide the uh, the perspective. I can imagine that their customers were astonished uh, when you came out with an, an update that they were that their main supplier was no longer on the list. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. But to be honest, there are kind of more than one audience. Um, so TV operators is not the only audience for this video delivery landscape. So you spend many hours on it. Absolutely. And it's for sure not for world peace. Uh, I think does it create business for DVTEL? It basically um, provides the awareness, but also credibility of Divitel's knowledge and our uh, ability. So yeah, it's 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 not that people pay to be to be on the list, but definitely they know if you know these companies, you're on the right track. Can can you tell something about the popularity of this document? I, I don't know. It's I, I might be biased, but I, I think it's super great and people are really loving it. I I get uh, sometimes. A thank you, uh, even emails or uh, even a post on LinkedIn mentioning me with this poster hanging in their uh, office because they are really making use of it. Ah, that is that is nice, of yeah. course. Yeah. So for uh, I think it's it's a, a well uh, accepted um, piece of work. Are all these companies business partners of uh, of Divitel? No, no, uh, we we can't work with all of them. That would mean that uh, that uh, we have a, a very big company, which is not. So just just to to be transparent, Divitel is an SME. Um, so we do work with a lot of them, to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, because we're serving a lot of customers, and they have several set up, and that's. I, I think the complexity of the game, um, but we don't work with all of them. And then maybe last question: Where can our listeners find the VDL? On our website, and uh, also you can find it on LinkedIn. Uh, and the uh, website is divital.com. Okay. Yes, and I think we will add also the link. Uh, that will be great. We will be very podcast. grateful for that. Thank yeah. you. TV Tech Talk is back in two weeks. Thank you, Tuan. Do you have any questions or suggestions? Go to our website tvtechtalk.nl. And thank you for listening and see you next time. And don't forget to make the picture. Thank you for listening. Feel free to get in touch. You can reach us via tvtechtalk.nl.